my tax? How do you buy a house? I failed an assessment task. How do I tell my parents? Is it better to do a VCE subject at Scaled Up? Do you have questions about being an adult? Questions about school? Questions about the existence of unicorns? Hi, I'm Ms Ralston, I'm a teacher, and I'm here to help. This is the Not-So-Simple Guide to Adulting. Welcome to the new episode of the Not-So-Simple Guide to Adulting podcast. Today, we are joined by the absolutely wonderful Ms Jones, who is up early on a Wednesday morning to help me record this episode. Ms. Jones, would you like to introduce yourself and share the most adulty thing you have done this week? <laughs> yeah, so um, I started at McRob in term two, so I'm relatively new to the school, but I'm teaching English. Um, I teach at the moment, I teach some English electives and I also teach some year nine English as well, which I really enjoy. Um, I think the most adulty thing that I have done this week would probably be setting myself the goal that I'm only getting takeaway once a week and actually sticking to it. That's probably the extent of my adulting this week is actually cooking and eating at home. <laughs> I think that's really good adulting. Yeah, I know that takeaway has become a lot easier, I feel, in the pandemic to justify because, like, we're supporting a small business and it's important to keep the economy going. Exactly. Yes, that's that's how I do like to justify it, though, when I do break my takeaway rules. <laughs> okay, Ms. Jones, so I have three questions for you from the students. And the first question is, what is something you can put on a resume to help you stand out, especially if you are a student? Um, I think that's a really good question because I think as a student, it's actually really hard to, to stand out, especially if you haven't had much experience or if it's the first job that you're going for. Something that I did when I was in high school um, was to get really involved in anything extracurricular. I think that as long as you're doing something that shows that you can uh, juggle schoolwork and manage manage things outside of school, I think that's a really good a really good bonus to be able to put to put on a resume. It doesn't. I don't think it means you have to be doing you know extracurricular stuff every night of the week and absolutely killing yourself. Uh, I would say choose something that you you actually really enjoy doing outside of school. So I. When I was in school, I didn't really know what I, I wanted to do when I was when I was in high school, and so, but I knew that I liked what I did. I did um, the Duke of Ed Award, and because that would get me get me out and meeting people, and I volunteered um, in a in a nursing home, and that was something that I was able to kind of put on my resume and say, look at all, look at how organised I am, and look at the the volunteer work that I've done. So, I think as a student just showing that you can you can do something that's that's above and beyond just your your normal your normal school days i think that's important i think that's a really good start on a resume that's really great. And I, I didn't know that you volunteered in a nursing home. That would have been so rewarding. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, you know, being being a teenager sometimes and you go like, oh, I don't want to do this kind of thing. And, <laughs> um, but I actually really, I actually really enjoyed it. And that's, that was one of the, that was one of the steps that kind of led me into becoming a teacher was, was working with people and, you know, maybe working with the elderly wasn't, wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but, you know, it still showed me that I definitely wanted to do something that wasn't you know sitting in an office and looking at spreadsheets all day so 
I think, um, I think, yeah, just giving yourself some opportunities to figure out what what works with you and what aligns with your personality. That's great advice. So the second question that the students have sent in is, do you think it's a good idea for a person to work while they are studying at uni? Yeah, I think this one's this one's actually quite personal as well because I think it also depends on what you're what you're studying and what the demands of your um, your university course are. So I did work through through uni. I did a double degree um, in arts and in teaching. I I worked a because I like <laughs> because I like working. Um, I worked at the YMCA working on the reception, and I really enjoyed it. I met a lot of people, and I made it. I made a lot of friends, and I think social connection through work is really important. Um, but I also needed to. Um, I had to move out of home to go to university, and so I had to sustain myself somehow, and you know, be able to eat. So I did. I did have to work. But if you can work, if it's something that you're course allows for you to do I would really recommend it because a it allows you to get work experience that you can put you can put on your resume you know it can be challenging at times depending on the course that you're doing in terms of juggling everything but that'll also help it really helped me with my time management skills and then I got to you know meet people and I worked with a lot of other young people and a lot of other people that were studying and I built those social those social connections as well and I have friends from from those jobs that you know I'm still I'm still friends with with today. So I would say in short, yeah, my answer would be yes, I, I I would recommend working during uni, but it's just the degree of of what you can of what you can manage throughout university because you know, school high school to university can be a big a big jump and it's different for everyone. I also worked all through uni as well. Um, mm-hmm. Did you also have some moments where you had like said yes to shifts and then things came up with uni, like coursework things? And did you ever have that moment of what do I prioritize? Hmm. If you did, how how did you deal with that? Yeah, it, that that was actually one of the things that I probably found the toughest about juggling work and juggling uni. And also when you're at university, um, there's a really big social aspect as well. And it's it's really exciting having, like, you know, you, um, I moved out of home and I had all this freedom and things like that. So, you know, you want to be social and you're kind of working out how to, how to juggle, how to juggle everything. Um, so I think that I think one of the the main things that was important to me is just working out what what my priorities were. It actually took me a really long time to to work out how to delegate my time in the in the right way. It was a it was a skill that that was actually really challenging for me and one that I think again which is why I was really glad that I worked through uni was because I then developed that skill I think I would have been a little bit lost if I went out into the workforce and didn't have that that time delegation skill I think I think that really having a schedule in place I'm a very I'm a very like organized scheduled scheduled person I think that really that really helped me And one of the things I think is really important or that's really positive about this pandemic is we're all having to learn how to motivate ourselves, which, you know, is what you really have to do when you're at university. You have to be able to motivate yourself to get this done so that at four o'clock, five o'clock, you can then go to work and do your your job. So I think that's a real, I think that's a real positive as well. Did that, did I even answer the question? I think I just went off. No, you you definitely did. And I really like that you brought up schedules as well, because I, I'm learning so much about you, Ms. Jones, from this conversation, but I'm also very schedule focused. And I know I've said to students in the past a lot, schedules are really important. And I feel like sometimes I say that and they just kind of roll their eyes and they're like, yes, Ms. and we've heard that. But now they've heard it from Ms. Jones as well. So everyone out there, schedules are lifesavers. 
They, ab- they absolutely are. I even schedules to-do lists. Like every day I have my calendar in, in front of me. It's definitely a simple but effective way to manage things. Also, I have the memory span like of a goldfish. So, you know, <laughs> I kind of need a schedule. Otherwise, I'll forget everything. <laughs> really well, though. So the final question that I have for you today from the students is... Mm-hmm work-related as well. How do you tell your manager you can't work a certain shift when you already said you would without annoying them or letting them know you might be lying about the reason why you can't work? Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing is to make sure that it is a it is a good reason that you can't work and it's not like a you're lie you're lying about something. Something that I found when I was when I started work is that if you are a reliable worker and if you are consistently showing up, you're showing up on time and you're doing the right thing, when something important does come up out of the blue, I think first of all, honesty is the best policy with that. And because if it is a, a good enough reason to be saying, Hey, I can't, um, I'm, I'm really sorry, I can't can't do this then you know I think that's that's okay and I would be honest about that I think some people tend to think that they have to make up these big elaborate reasons as to why they why they can't work um so I think as long as you're you're someone that you know is consistently doing the right thing consistently working hard and you're not every single week at your job going oh I can't I can't work today and it's really just for something like a social reason um then maybe it might be a different story but I think as long as you know you're honest and you're doing it for the right the right reasons and you're having that open that open communication um something I learned from from workplaces because I obviously worked casually um was that employers really like it when you have open communication and you're honest and I would also suggest not leaving it to the last minute because that would probably make someone a little bit a little bit angry if they're having to to cover your shift last minute um I would also the last thing I'd probably suggest is where you can to try and be as helpful as possible with covering your shift, like to offer to find someone to cover your shift that usually alleviates any sort of <laughs> animosity with you not not being able to work. But, you know, there'll be times where you can't, you you have extenuating circumstances and you can't, and you can't work. And I think just being, being honest about it is the is the best thing and being open with your communication is really important. So, you know, you're keeping a positive relationship with your employer. I think that's important. That was a really good answer, Ms. Jones. I really like how you emphasize that openness and honesty and communication. And I think you are absolutely right there. If you have a good reason, there is no need to lie about it. It is mm. incredibly awkward. I know when I was managing, sometimes people would say, you know, I can't come in today because I've got gastro. And then they would turn up to work the next day. And I'd be like, what are you doing here? You've got gastro. And they would just kind of look at me and be like, yes. <laughs> It was a 24-hour thing. <laughs> yeah, because then I think that that kind of puts a little bit of a dent in the relationship that you have to be like, oh, well, they couldn't be open and honest and tell me tell me the truth about it. So the final thing before we sign off, Ms. Jones, if you could give everyone out there listening one piece of advice about being a young person, what would you say to them? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> I know none of these are easy questions or... <laughs> Um, I think, so I think there's a lot of pressure on young, on young people today. Um, I think that 
you know, especially now during during the pandemic, there's there's all this all this pressure in terms of performing and achieving and achieving things, and you know, and when you're in high school, it's it's always about like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do when I'm an when I'm an adult? I still don't know that I would consider myself an an adult. Um, but the one thing I would say is to just remember that you know you're doing you're doing your best, especially during a challenging time, and to remember what you can and can't control. That's something I I still think about every day is what can I control and what can I not control and that's really as long as you're doing that especially at the moment that's really that's really all that you can you can do so that would be my my magical words of wisdom that's really lovely that's a really <laughs> lovely note for us to end this episode on and I am incredibly lucky to work with Ms Jones the pandemic has kind of forced us for the subject that we both teach to really reconsider a lot of our planning but it has been so great to have you as part of our team and I feel like I've also learned so much about you from our discussion today I know I didn't know before um which is really great because I feel like when we go back to working after the pandemic I'm definitely going to be coming around to swap uh scheduling strategies with you and all of those tips and tricks I I will be coming to bother you a lot oh a hundred a hundred percent we we need to have a a scheduling meeting we'll schedule it in That is wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, Ms. Jones. And no worries. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much, Ms. Rolston. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Not So Simple Guide to Adulting. If you heard something today that sparked a question, check out our website. The link's in the description and there's a place for you to send in a question that you would like an answer to. Take care of yourselves and be kind to yourselves because adulting is not so simple. I'll see you later.